The following is a production by Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. You can support Lone Star Community Radio by donating and sponsoring programs just like this. For more information, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. This segment is brought to you by... Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at TeamSinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hello, and welcome to Conroe Culture News. I am Margie Taylor, your host today, and we are so excited to be live. You can listen to us on Conroe Culture News on Facebook, FM 104.5, 106.1. You will see it on Our City TV, cable TV, and it's live streaming also on IRLoneStar.com out of downtown Conroe in our new media TV radio station at City Hall. The guest today in our first segment will be Jay Wright. He's a candidate for justice at the Ninth Court of Appeals. And in the second segment, we will hear from Lindsay Rogers who's with Boots for Troops, and that all seems very suited to today, President's Day. So the show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic and Team Sinisi Real Estate Group. Roger Stein Chiropractic has been voted the best chiropractic center in Montgomery County for many years. They are located at 3033 West Davis by Conroe High School and Taco Bell off 105. You cannot miss them. She has been practicing for many years, and she treats anyone from infants to seniors, weekend athletes to professionals, with a focus on natural, holistic healing to not only relieve pain, but achieve optimal health. She works on adjusting extremities, clinical nutrition, prenatal, and pediatric care. If you are a new patient, it's only $25, and it goes back to CASA to help kids that are in CPS custody. Again, that's Roger Stein Chiropractic. This is also sponsored by Thameson EC Real Estate Group, and the interest rates are going up. Have you been paying attention? You need to jump on this. So whether you're investing, buying, or selling a home, call 281-507-9777. Team Sinisi, because it's Sinisi name to remember. <laughs> so a few things that are happening around us. Wow. As always, February has just flown by. So you may know or not that it's also time to vote. It is early voting period starts tomorrow, Tuesday, the 22nd through Friday, uh, the 25th. And it is open. The polls are open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. at 11 different locations. And if you're used to voting downtown Conroe at the Allsworth building, you need to go to the Central Library now because that is not a location. And that is at uh, 45 and uh, Metcalf. Uh, so the polls are open 7 to 7, 11 locations. You can go to uh, mctx.org slash elections to find where the best place that's easiest for you. But you do not need to go to your polling box. Any of the 11 locations, you can go and vote until next 
Tuesday, March 1st, which is the primary election day. And the polls will be open 7 to 7. And there are over 100 polling boxes. I'm sure uh, our first... Our first candidate here, uh, Jay Wright, will tell us more about that. Uh, anyway, so that's very important that you get educated before you go vote. So uh, what else is happening? The, drow the drowsy chaperone has its last weekend at uh, the Crichton Theater, and it ends on Sunday, February 27th. You can get tickets for that at CrichtonTheater.org. It's a great show that takes place in 1928. And, of course, there's prohibition and other things that follow. And the Owen Theater will open their three-week performance of Disney's Newsies. And that is a really fun musical show with a lot of kids involved. Fantastic dancing. And it tells the story of a teenage newsboy who rallies other Newsies to strike up against unfair conditions. You can get tickets for that at owentheater.com. The Young Texas Artists Annual Concert and Award Show will be back March 12th. They have not had this show in over two years because of the pandemic. So they are back. And prior to that, they will have the Bach Beethoven and Barbecue Gala. Again, that is March 12th. If you want to know more information, you can go to CrichtonTheater.org and look that up. The audience will participate in part of the award ceremony for uh, different criteria. I believe there's like eight different categories, including piano and voice and uh, percussion and wind, all the different ones. Also, March 19th is a new event. The Greater Conroe Arts Alliance is putting on the Greater Conroe Arts Festival from 10 to 5 on Saturday, March 19th. It is absolutely free. It's going to be over at Founders Plaza, and it will include a community art mural, a kids' art village, plain art painting, the farmer's market that normally takes place at 9 a.m. till noon will be extended till 5 p.m. There will be food trucks, a Lego build-along, building a large Lego display. How fun is that? And it's all going to be in downtown Conroe, again, at Founders Plaza Free. There are two ticketed events. There's one at 2 o'clock. The Tenderly, the Rosemary Clooney story will be at the Owen Theater. And that's hosted by the Players Theater Company. And it will end with the legendary Texas-born, Louisiana-raised piano songwriter, wrong, piano songwriter and rhythm and blues vocalist, Marsha Ball. So this was supposed to happen in 2020, and obviously it didn't happen. So it's been postponed for two years, and now it's going to happen. Again, that is March 19th, and it's a collaborative partnership by the members of the Greater Conroe Arts Alliance, whose mission is to actively promote and support the arts. And there's like 18 organizations that are part of this. There's the Players Theater, the Owen Theater, the Conroe Art League, the Jazz Connection, the Heritage Museum of Montgomery. You can go to the greaterconroeartsalliance.com and see more information and other things. So with that, I also want to encourage you people that like crawfish to get it now. It's in season, it's plump, it's juicy, and it's $8 a pound at Pacific Yard House. So we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with Jay Wright. Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at TeamSinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. 
Okay, so I am sitting here across from Jay Wright. He is an attorney and a candidate for justice, the Ninth Court of Appeals. You can find information on him on Facebook, just you know, Google Jay Wright in the search box, Ninth Court of Appeals, and he also has a website, jwrightcampaign.com. So, Jay, <laughs> tell me a little bit of background about yourself. Well, first of all, thank you and your sponsors uh, for having you on. You have a really neat show, Margie. Uh, I am born and raised in Corpus Christi. Um, and uh, my wife was also born and raised in Corpus Christi until first grade. Then they moved to Ingleside on the Bay, which is the same thing. It's just on the north side of Corpus okay. Christi Bay. Uh, and uh, we were both uh, baptized at St. Patrick's uh, Church. We both made our first communion and confirmation at St. Patrick's Church before they moved to Ingleside. And my wife's a little older than me, so she was in uh, grade school, at least in first grade, before they moved with one of my older sisters. And we didn't know that until about a year after we married. Well, it was Easter. We were together. And they started talking about <laughs> having the same teacher. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and they didn't even know it. We had gone through a wedding and everything. Wow. And uh, so we're, we're old Corpus Christi folks. But a lot of my family has moved away from Corpus Christi. And my wife's family, which had been from Corpus Christi, uh, our oldest brother had moved to the Woodlands in 1990 with his law firm. You've been to, to Austin, and then they opened a Houston office. And then uh, my in-laws, who had retired to Florida, uh, decided to get closer to the grandkids, so they moved into Carriage Hills here in, outside mm -hmm. of Conroe. In 1488. In, in 1995. So we started coming up and visiting, and we fell in love with it. I loved the trees. Oh, yeah. Loved the people. And uh, so we ended up moving up here, and uh, we put a contract on a house in 2000. I opened an office in downtown Conroe in 2000. Wow. And have been in downtown Conroe ever since. That's and, the same uh, year I moved to Montgomery County. Yeah, and it's, uh, I've watched the growth and the development of the downtown area, and, uh, and I love it. Um, it's got the small town mm -hmm. feel. Uh, but with the big city uh, advantages, I guess. Absolutely. And, uh, and so my practice took off when I got here, and I ended up shutting down my Corpus Christi practice. And uh, I still do some cases down there with a friend of mine that we started first grade together. He was the best man at my <laughs> wedding. And so he calls me to help him out with cases down there. So I do a lot of driving. I've had cases from, you know, in the Valley. I was in San Diego, Texas on a probate case. There's a San Diego, Texas? Oh, yeah. That's, I did not know that. Oh, that's the infamous wow. Duval County. Oh, That had interesting. the voting box that uh, when uh, LBJ said, how many more votes do I need? And uh, he called down there, and they came up with the votes when he mm. got elected to the Senate. I think it was 1948, something like that. Wow. And uh, so, yes, yeah, kind of a infamous county, the Duke of Duval. And uh, so I learned a lot about South Texas history growing up down there. I also learned that uh, William F. Buckley's grandfather had been, they were from Duval County. They, uh, he and his brother were uh, born down there. His grandfather was the sheriff in like 1906. They sent him up north for education purposes to get educated, and they ended up staying. And so the intellectual, William F. Buckley Jr., and his brother Ackley from that county in South Texas. So some good things come from South Texas, I guess. You like history too, don't you? I love history. <laughs> uh, my, uh, if I, if my, my undergrad uh, degree, which was in political science from Corpus State University, which is Texas A&M University now, if they awarded minors, I would have had a minor in history because mm -hmm. I took a lot of history. Um, but I ended up majoring in political science and uh, my uh, professor there uh, made me apply to law school. I wasn't sure I wanted to go. I did want to do something to help people who couldn't really help themselves. So I applied to law school and, uh, and got accepted at St. And where did you go to law school? University of Houston. Uh, and uh, did two, 82 to 85 uh, in Houston. Got to know Houston to the point where I could drive it without a map. And then I turned around in, when I graduated and went right back to work in Corpus Christi and spent most of the first seven years with the Noyce County Attorney's Office. Uh, I had started in private practice, uh, but uh, since I was 26 and I looked 16, I couldn't get people <laughs> to hire me to go represent them in court. So uh, a friend of mine knew the county attorney, several friends, and they, they made me go apply, and I did, and he hired me. And, uh, and I finally started you know, doing trials. And uh, one of the first questions... Uh, 
Many times that the jurors had after they came back with the verdict, I was prosecuting, it was normally guilty, was, how old are you? How old are you? That's what they wanted to know. I'm like, well, and I'd have to tell them. But, uh, but I did well at that, and, uh, and uh, then when the civil, uh, criminal chief ended up leaving, uh, my boss put me in charge of the criminal section, um, which uh, was a little embarrassing because the other lawyers were, were older than me that I took charge of. But, but uh, there I handled high-profile cases and tried to make sure the attorneys got to court on time and you know, filled in, things like that, and the legal, paralegal staff and, and, and did office administration. And so after about two and a half years, I was thinking about leaving, and the civil chief was leaving. And so my boss asked me to be the civil section chief, I thought, well, I need to learn some civil law. So I went to work as a civil chief where I'd be advising the commissioner's court, um, defending the county in state and federal lawsuits, uh, writing opinions for the different department heads, things like that. So uh, it, it involved a, a very wide variety of things, a lot of EEOC law from the defense mm -hmm. side, things like that. So, so uh, my boss uh, was moving up and running for DA, and it was all Democrats down there. I worked under a Democrat, and, uh, but he was a conservative Democrat, so he didn't mind having a Republican <laughs> as his chief. But, uh, so I ran as a Republican in 92 to replace him which was a bad year for Republicans. That's when Ross Perot was involved mm -hmm. and Bush Sr., God bless him, I love him, but uh, he kind of brought the ticket down and so I, I lost the election and went in January of So this is not new to private. you? Oh no, I ran at a very young age. Uh, we only had two kids at the time and a third one on the way. And uh, so, uh, and I ran in a very heavy Democrat, you know, area at the time. And um, slugged it out. So I went into private practice, and I, I started doing some of the same things I'd been doing. I had done briefs when I was with the county attorney's office, so I did appeals. I did uh, criminal defense, didn't prosecute. I, I had a few times I prosecuted for the JPs because they were short on prosecutors. But basically, uh, criminal defense and a lot of civil law and uh, you know, lawsuits involving small businesses, defending small businesses from suits, uh, accident cases on both sides, sometimes the plaintiff, sometimes the defendant, um, and uh, EEOC cases, uh, either representing the employee or the employer. Probate, I was surprised at a, at a young age I got involved uh, in probate cases. And, You've had a large variety law, so. of different kinds of cases. Oh, yeah. Is and, what you're uh, saying. Because what I have focused on is anything that's probably going to go to the courthouse, anything in litigation. And so when people have a real estate dispute that gets to a lawsuit, well, then they come to me. And so it's like, all right, so you learn some real what estate. What do you like best? Way. Well, you know, I, 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 what I like best in my 36 years now, what I like best was prosecuting okay. because you had people that, because it's the state who's taken the case, it's not the victim, right? And the victim right. has very little say really in Texas law, very little say. They get to do a victim impact statement. Now, when I started, they didn't get to do that, you know? Uh, and so you are, you are carrying the ball and you are trying to get justice for them, even though it didn't happen to you or your family. Uh, and that is so rewarding. It's like, that's the reason I became an attorney. You know, this is really helping somebody who's not legally in a position to help themselves and get any justice themselves. And so you were prosecuting the bad people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and well, not always bad people. Sometimes people Entities. make... Sometimes good people make very bad decisions. Correct. Right? And maybe they have a very clean record. And they, they've, it's out of character for them to do what they've done. And maybe they run the influence of drugs or alcohol or something like that. Well, then for those people, you could also step in and help them get on their feet and turn mm -hmm. their life around. I remember we had a guy who was one of the best assistant city managers that we'd ever had in uh, Corpus Christi. But he had a drinking problem, and that was all there was to it, you know. And he, after so many DWIs, they took his license away, and they said, all right, you're going to change, or you're going to go to prison, potentially. And it, it really saved his life. He stopped drinking. Uh, he physically looked better. He did his job better. And, uh, so you helped just, facilitate that. Oh, yeah, and well, turned his life around. Well, it's, we need to move on to why, why, and what. <laughs> okay. What is this role? Well, so what happens, uh, in the, I like to say when I was a kid growing up, 
young lawyers would go in and try cases, and then after they got trial experience, they would run for and get elected trial judge, right? And then when the trial judges tried cases for years and got experience and got older, then they would move on and they would become the appellate judges because uh, all trials in Texas, whether they're jury or non-jury, have a first right of appeal for either party that's not happy with the outcome. Okay. okay. And so these appellate courts, they're called intermediate appellate courts. Ours is the ninth out of 14 court of appeals around the state. Uh, and and so it's an appeal as a matter of right. Whether you have any justified reason or not, you can appeal. So our courts here, uh, all the civil and criminal uh, appeals, except for the death penalty cases. They go straight to Austin to the Court of Criminal Appeals. They don't waste time with the intermediate appeal. Uh, and so so the, our court then for the Ninth Court of Appeals is 10 counties from Montgomery County all the way to the Louisiana border. You, you say to Beaumont, however, it goes further because it's orange. It's Jasper Newton County. It's right. Hardin County. It's all, yeah. all those counties. So this court uh, since it was established, has heard appeals from all those counties, from county court at law or district courts uh, that have trials, like, say, jury or non-jury, covering any subject. Uh, and so my concern is uh, I want to make sure that if somebody is reviewing, both for my profession, for the Bar Association, and for the litigants, for the people who've had the unfortunate situation of having to have a trial and go to court, because of some situation, that there's somebody with experience that is overlooking to see if the judge followed the Constitution, first of all, followed the law, as they're supposed to, and then uh, uh, made sure that it was a fair trial, fair to both parties, and that normally involves the interplay between the rules of evidence and what's admissible and what's not. So you review like all that. of the information on right. the, pri the prior um, hearing, trial, yes. whatever it was. Yes, okay. and, and that's what I tell people that, uh, when we're speaking to groups. It's like what the Court of Appeals does is read transcripts. We, they read transcripts. They don't, there are no witnesses. There's no live testimony. If a Court of Appeals needs additional evidence, they don't call people to come testify. They send an order down to the trial court that has the case and say, we need more evidence on this subject. You get it, okay? They never hear evidence. They only hear oral argument, and uh, that's where just the attorneys the parties are allowed to watch, but the attorneys are arguing what's in their brief and some of the subtle points and things like that. But there's no evidence taken by the court of appeal. It's all reading transcripts. Hmm. And if you've ever read a transcript of a hearing, you know, uh, had a case or something, you understand that uh, sometimes it, on paper it doesn't look or sound like really what actually happened. Um, what you need, I think, is somebody who's been there and done that who can read between the lines. Uh, so you hear the emotions. That's right. So Because things aren't always black and white. That's right. So and, where would you do this? I mean, is your, would you be in Montgomery County or in Beaumont, or where would you be physically? In both places. Okay. What, what the court did several years ago is uh, they opened some satellite offices in uh, Montgomery County because most of the appeals come from Montgomery County. And so rather than have the lawyers travel to Beaumont for oral argument, they will have oral arguments here at the old commissioner's courtroom. Mm -hmm. uh, and that way, it's just the judges travel and not all the lawyers because they'll schedule them for about 30 minutes uh, a piece, and there's one after the mm -hmm. other after the other, and they'll so take most of the So you still primarily day. be local. Um, so it sounds like this is an important role that people need to really be educated because if they're ever in that situation where they need to have something appealed, you would be one of the judges who would that's read correct. it over. Oh, and that's correct. And, and another thing I tell people is once the Court of Appeals rules, 99% uh, of the time uh, or more, that's the final decision on that case because the higher courts for criminal cases, it's the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals in Austin. For civil cases, it's the Texas Supreme Court. They only hear appeals by discretion. They don't have to take the appeal like the Court of Appeals does. And they pretty rarely will grant a review of okay. a Court of Appeals decision. So 99% of the time, what the Court of Appeals says, you're going to be stuck with. 
and what people so it's don't very know. important you get somebody who's very detail oriented oh, and yes. being that you have background uh, heavily in looking and being a part of other legal transactions and you know i think it's interesting that you are all about history because that's very detailed yes <laughs> you oh, know yes. you can't change history it is what it is that's and you right. need to know the details so you have that background right is what, it, what i'm hearing oh, yes. you say oh, yes. so that's uh, very important so why now? Why do you want this role now? Well, the judge who's retiring is Justice Krieger, and he's been, it'll be 18 years that he's done, done a real good Charles job. Charles Krieger. Yes, mm -hmm. Charles Krieger. And, uh, and I look around and I think, well, I think it's my time to serve. I, I remember um, I uh, admired all the dads that were taking up the collection at church and ushering and things when I was a kid. And so when I got married and had children and we started going to church, I thought, you know what, it's my turn. So I became an usher and helped take up the collection and seat people and things like that. And it's similar because I think with my profession, uh, what I believe is as you gain the experience, uh, I've done over 117 state appeal cases, uh, done federal. I've appealed cases all the way to the United States Supreme Court. Um, and so I, I think that the, I have the experience, and I think I kind of owe it to my profession, and I owe it, I think, to the people, to the litigants, that uh, we should have somebody who's got the experience that replaces Justice Krieger uh, and can kind of step into the role without having to do a lot of learning on the job. And, uh, and so I think that's both uh, uh, something out of the community and out of the legal profession. So you feel it's time. That's and correct. you're also, um, you're very faith-based too, yes. aren't you? Oh, yeah. So maybe this is your calling to move to the next level to help more people. So what are some important things that you want people to remember about you? Well, <clears throat> I think it's, uh, it, it's unusual. I, when I went to law school at University of Houston, we had, I think it was 101 members in my section C. They had four sections. And all had close to 100 members at the time. And uh, I noticed after the first year or two that uh, most of the lawyers were going because they are law students because they wanted to make as much money as they could as fast as they could when they got out. And that's not why I became a lawyer. I, I, I believe in the old style that it's a profession. You're a lawyer 24 hours a day. You're doing it uh, because you've been given this position by the Texas Supreme Court. They license you right uh so they hold you to a higher standard and you owe so you owe a duty uh to the general public and not not only to your clients to act professionally to live up to that standard and and uh and even if they don't have the money to pay you uh, sometimes you still do that anyway and uh, and that's what's most important to me is to to help somebody who again they're not licensed they can't represent themselves they maybe don't have the education um, and you know to, to to help them with their crisis in their life because that's when we see people I guess it's uh, like doctors you know they only see people when they're sick right right and uh, we only see people when they're having a crisis whether it's the family sure. law which is horrible that affects the entire family uh, or whether you're getting sued or whether something bad has happened to you and and uh, the other side won't pay and you have to sue to try to get some justice. Um, or again, the criminal context too. Mm -hmm. If uh, if you're a good person that's done a bad thing, uh, then we need to do what we can to get you turned around and minimize that. Uh, and so I, I have a very loyal, I think, clientele. I have a, a lot of people that come back. Now, I still have people from Corpus Christi that call me and ask me to do legal work well, it's for the them relationships. and represent their family. That's correct. You know, they know you, they trust you, and they right. want to stick with somebody they know. They don't have to right. start over. They can just right. seamlessly ask right. for your assistance. And some lawyers so, have given us a bad reputation. It's not a lot. There, you know, there's right. all right. kinds of bad people who do things differently. So you want to go with someone you know and trust, and that works for any profession, I think. I think you so. Know. Uh, whether you're having somebody work on your house or maybe you're looking for a PR person or <laughs> whatever the case Hopefully, is. Hopefully, uh, yes. to get tailorized. Yes. <laughs> yes, to get tailorized. Okay, so what have we not talked about um, that you would like to share? 
Well, you know, I, I have done community service. Uh, I'm with the Conroe Noon Lions that does great things, uh, wonderful group. Uh, I've been a, a knight with my church at St. Anthony of Padua, Knights of Columbus, and uh, and they're a great bunch of guys. And uh, we do tamale sales and uh, the fish fries and things like that. Season of Lent's coming up. That's right. We're getting ready for the fish fries. And so mm -hmm. every and everybody does their part. And uh, it's great because uh, it, they're family-oriented, uh, and they keep you connected with church. Uh, uh, I talk about law school. I knew so many people in law school that quit going to church, okay? And I thought, of all times, this is when you need it the most <laughs> with right. law school exams and everything else. I never stopped going to church uh, and, and have uh, never uh, gotten away from it. And uh, raised my family uh, Catholic also. And um, so we participate in uh, church activities and things like that. And I also try, frankly, to, if people are willing, when I'm counseling them on their legal matter, uh, to also help them out if they need uh, any help uh, with guidance, uh, you know, scripture, things like that. Uh, it, it, we are not uh, an atheistic profession okay our constitution was founded by christians uh and uh, as a matter of fact the number one contributor to the revolutionary war effort uh was a catholic uh, man named john carroll uh who loaned money for uniforms and and weapons and bullets and guns uh <laughs> he was kind of the bill gates of the revolutionary <laughs> war and of, of the time he was like one of the wealthiest men in the whole country um and so i think that it, it, uh, my religious ideals and beliefs are those embodied in the Constitution. They were in the Declaration of Independence, they're in the Constitution. So when we talk about uh, uh, you know, First Amendment, the right to practice your religion, it's to practice it openly. And even if you're a public servant, uh, you should not be barred from practicing your religion. Um, right to life is so very important. I'm endorsed by mm -hmm. Texas Right to Life. Uh, because I do believe in uh, protecting life from conception to natural death. Uh, uh, and I, I think these, these people that uh, are, uh, I think they're anti-religious that, that uh, don't want to preserve human life. They're, they're utilitarians. They're looking at what's the economics of it, of keeping an elderly person alive. Uh, we'll have to keep paying m Medicare, and we'll have to pay Social Security. Well, yes, but life is up to God. It's not up to the government. No, I, I agree with you on that. Okay, so in closing, um, what's the best way to contact you? Uh, if people have questions, can they reach out to you? Yes, they can look at my website, which is jwrightcampaign.com. It's got a lot of information on there. My phone number is 936-494-2462. If I happen to not be there because I'm campaigning, leave a message and we'll get back to you. Uh, and, uh, and I'm at 322 North Main. My uh, campaign office is my law office uh, that I share with some other attorneys. Uh, right in downtown Conroe, uh, just east of the courthouse in the middle of the building. Uh, near the Mimi's on uh, Main. Right near Mimi's on Main. There <laughs> we go. And email. Do you have an email? I do. It's uh, J. Wright uh, Campaign. At, I mean, sorry, it's J. Wright, A T T Y, at gmail.com. J. Wright, A T T Y, at gmail.com is one of them. I have two on Gmail. The other is J. Wright Campaign at gmail.com. Okay. And we check both of those. And, um, and anybody's welcome. I'll answer any questions and, uh, and hope to get you satisfied before you go to vote. Because get educated. We've got to do that, not only for March the 1st, but then uh, I have a Democratic uh, person on the ballot in November. So it's unusual. I think it's the first time in about 16 years there's been a Democrat run for this position. And so uh, this is going to be a... Um, a uh, double header, as they say, okay. in baseball. So first, you got to vote in the primary, which you vote for whichever party affiliate you are, and uh, that again goes on Tuesday, starting tomorrow through Friday, and then again March first. Is that correct? That's correct. Seven to okay. seven on Tuesday, March first. Okay. Well, thank you, Jay. Uh, good luck in the primaries, and um, I know I'll see you around the county here soon. You bet. God bless you, Margie. Thank All you right. so much.
over 153 million orphans in the world today. The sad reality is 99% of those kids will likely never be adopted. Core Love is an organization right here in Conroe that takes care of orphan children in Haiti, Honduras, and India. We bring the love of Jesus by providing their six basic needs of clean water, proper food, health care, education, job skills, and a loving home. Visit corelove.org. That's C-O-R-E-L-U-V dot org. Will you help defend the orphan? Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogersteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at teamsinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. So in our second segment today, we are going to speak with Lindsay Rogers, who's with Boots for Troops. And it just kind of seems fitting since this is President's Day, and of course that's why I have on this scarf, to talk about Boots for Troops and uh, what they do, the programs they have. So uh, with that, I uh, am here with Lindsay Rogers. Welcome, Lindsay, Hello. to Conroe Culture News at Lone Star Community Radio. Uh, and again, I am Margie Taylor, if you are just tuning into this right now. And we're so excited to be live, live today. It, it's been a while, so we're excited. So tell me a little bit about Boots for Troops, what it is, how it got started, all so of that. Boots for Troops, we're all designed to help, help our active duty troops uh, while they're serving, while they're deployed away from home. Um, we're trying to provide the support uh, to boost their morale while they're away. And my husband and I started this in 2015 while he was deployed, and, you know, he saw some things that we could do better while he was on deployment and you know our troops deserve the very best while they're deployed and we can boost their morale and and give them the support what branch of the military was he in he was in the navy okay yeah. and so it, it sounds great so tell me a little bit about your mission what you do so it's to uplift and empower the okay. morale of our troops while they're serving and deployed and how do you do that we send customized care packages. Every single one is customized to that one person. We get to know them, ask, you know, what are their favorite sports teams? What kind of snacks did they like? And then um, we customize each box and we ask, what kind of boots would you like? Wow. Um, not to help with a supply issue or anything like that, but just to, who doesn't like getting a brand new pair of boots or sure. shoes? Absolutely. Um, so to help keep their feet happy and healthy and boost their morale. Yeah, they're Boots are very important because yeah. they're treading through a lot of different things. So how do they connect with you to get these care packages? They can go on our website, boots4troops.org, and themselves. And that's for the uh, service people? Yeah. Okay. Or, you know, a family member can go on and request for their loved one as well, but then we get the loved one's hmm. email and correspond directly with them. Wow. Okay. So um, 
you have a lot of different programs. Yes, Tell me about some of the other ones. So another thing that uh, my husband and I saw while he was serving was, you know, every time we wanted to go home for the holidays or a special occasion, flights are very expensive. Yes. And oftentimes service members, especially when you're lower ranking, you can't quite afford to buy a plane ticket. They don't pay for those airline no, tickets? Uh, not to go home on personal leave. Okay. So we step up and we foot the bill and we book flights for personal travel for the holidays and then for emergency situations. That's interesting. So I saw on there that it says for E5 E and below. What is E5? Uh, It's a rank in the military. So when you first get in the military, you start out as an E1 and then you slowly work your way up to, you know, how you can go very high. But E5 is kind of that middle ranking to where you know they're making is that an officer no ma'am that's enlisted on the enlisted side of things okay and then you help with emergency travel assistance as well so you also take donated items what is that what's entailed so if anybody wants to help contribute to our care packages you know we get we start with the basics for what they like and what they request but then we've got a big box um, and we fill that to the very, very, very top. So uh, we include quality, quality qualities, always first, hygiene products, snacks, uh, travel pillows, uh, you know, just anything cool that we think would boost their morale and they could use where they're at. How with, often do you deployed. do this? We send out care packages all year round. Because I know you've been pretty busy of lately. Is that what's taking up a lot of your time, getting these care packages ready? constantly send out care packages all year round. It's not just like during the holiday season. That's good to know. And you're located in Magnolia? Yes, ma'am. We're located in Magnolia, but uh, in about a month, we're going to move into a new office in Tomball, right across from the post office off Main Street. So okay. you're going to have a custom have a care brick and mortar. room. Yes, ma'am. How exciting. Do you have uh, a staff of people that work with you or is it all volunteers? Or yes, so my work? husband, myself, and then Shelby is our operations manager. And then we've got just the best team of committee members for our big events and then volunteers. If somebody, would you take volunteers to yes, help ma'am. you? Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. They can reach out to us at info at boots, the number four, troops.com or shoot us a message on Facebook. Very nice. Um, I bet a lot of people aren't aware of this. Yeah. You know, and we're still new. Um, I mean, we're, we started in 2015, but uh, we're growing. How so. do you get people engaged? What, what do you normally do to get people know about you in the community? Well, we started out doing trade shows and, okay. you know, going and setting huh. up and just getting the awareness out there. But now, you know, we, we throw some larger events like a gala and then a concert in the country and, you know, the news is just kind of spread like wildfire, and we're very big on social media as well. That's very interesting. I know I found you. I don't remember how I found you <laughs> right now, uh, but I know I did, um, and we were going to write a story, and I think that will still come to pass here soon. So you have, you're opening your office, and is this like a public Yes, ma'am. So anybody can come by uh, next Thursday on March 3rd. We're having an open office. um, So people can come by and check out the new space. They can join our founder's wall. So it's helping us gain the money to to buy the office. And you can be a part of the founder's wall. And we're going to have bricks on there with your name on it. So you Mm. can come by. We're going to have cocktails and appetizers for anybody who wants to come take a look and hear about what we're going to do with this office. Do you know what the address is? Yes, ma'am. 944, or I'm sorry, 994 Village Square, uh, Suite H in Tomball, Texas. Like I said, right across Mm -hmm. from the post office. So they should be able to find it pretty easily. So I noticed on your website it said uh, that you're always looking for businesses to get involved too. What are some of the ways they can do that? Yes, ma'am. So for businesses wanting to get involved, we throw a lot of events in the surrounding areas of Houston, um, and they can become a sponsor. We've got a golf tournament coming up soon that we're looking for whole sponsors for. Um, They can adopt care packages if they want and put those together, help us with that. Or they can join our sports squad where they make a monthly donation and it helps keep those care packages going Hmm. out all year round. There's a lot of different ways. You have a lot of different uh, business sponsors. I noticed you have their logos all on your website. So that's another way of um, sharing the support that you're getting from these businesses in the way of their 
uh, sponsorships, dollars, whatever. Yes, ma'am. And, and our sponsors, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see how much they support each other. It's very nice. Uh, okay, so tell me about uh, your Warrior Morale Project that you do. So that's a travel assistance program okay, that we Okay, so do. that's part of what yes, you ma'am. already have said. But you, and then you have an Honor Our Heroes program. Yes. So at all our local events that we do, we honor veterans, people that have served, um, and just our way of saying thank you. People may have forgotten about their service if they served a while back, and we just want to say thank you and show our appreciation. And you also help with, I mean, you help with financial assistance for different things. Uh, but you, it, I saw that you do something to help with uh, possible service dogs, too. Yeah, so for the... Which is pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> right? I mean, who doesn't love animals, I especially know. our dogs? Um, two years ago, we sponsored, it was a puppy, a cute little golden lab. Um, we sponsored all of his training, vet bills, food, and everything for him to become a fully trained service dog. And he has just recently been paired with a Navy veteran and he is helping that veteran's lives, life in so many ways. It's incredible. Yes, um, we've shared it, the story on Facebook. And then again this year with the Light Up to Live Foundation, which is Randall Reed's charity, we're going to adopt another dog. That's, that's great. That's fabulous. Um, so the, I think what we haven't spoken about is your April 2nd event. Yes, ma'am. Tell me about that. So uh, for last year was our first year doing it, and this year will be our second in partnership with Moffitt Services. We do a big crawfish festival, and we call it Peel for a Purpose. And this year our headliner is going to be Tracy Lawrence, and we're having a – it's going to be a big concert event where you can come out, bring your family, family-friendly, and try all different kinds of crawfish – so are there different kinds of crawfish well we're gonna have five <laughs> fi- well five crawfish vendors so okay you know everybody okay. has a different, a different recipe. way of spicing yeah. it up or whatever yeah so huh. um you can find tickets for that on valortix.com and come out and support you know your ticket purchase does help support the charity and come out and enjoy some good music and some great crawfish so what's the most important thing you want people to know about your organization oh <laughs> putting me on the spot here no Um, just random just that you can never do enough to support our active duty troops they do so much for us and let's not forget about them let's support them while they're serving so if we provide them that support while they're deployed maybe when they get out and they come home they're in a better spot and they know that they're appreciated for what they do because my goodness they're some of them are 19 years old leaving home and have never been away from their family, and right. they need the support and the love from, they from do. the American people. They do. As someone who had a son in the Army, I can understand that. So it's boots4troops.com, and the same, um, boots for, but only that one's spelled out, boots for troops USA on Facebook, but you can also just search for it and find it pretty easily have you connected with the montgomery county veterans commission we have not yet well i can make that happen awesome (laughs) so we will we will do that shortly what have we not talked about Lindsay? am i missing anything um not that i can think of just you know if you want to attend any of our events um we've got a golf tournament coming up march 11th in atascacita we've still got a few team spots left for that um it's a really fun patriotic uh golf tournament for those who like to golf and really fun day hmm. um, to come out and, and get your golf game on, support the troops. Tour 18? No, Atascacita. Oh, okay. Yes, All right. Yeah, I used to live out in that direction. Okay, well, thank you very much, Lindsay. And uh, I look forward to speaking more with you and connecting more with you in the future. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at teamsinisi.com. That's T E A M 
S-I-N-I-S-I.com. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogersteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Second Saturday Divorce Workshop provides unbiased information to help you understand your options and move forward with your life. This divorce workshop is for you if you are contemplating divorce, in the process of divorce, already filed for divorce, or post-divorce. You will explore the emotional, legal, and financial aspects of divorce from professionals who have guided others through divorce. For more information on this divorce workshop, contact SecondSaturdayWoodlands.com or call 832-375-0900. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Uh, We were live, and I am Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News. The guest today did great. Please listen to Jay Wright, a candidate for Justice, Ninth Court of Appeals. And Lindsay Rogers shared information about Boots for Troops, a valuable service that they do to help our service people in all branches of service that are actively um, working for our country, basically, and help them feel that... uh, They are valued, and to uplift them and help them with transportation as needed in other programs they have. And remember, she has a March, um, she has an event coming up that will be on her Facebook page. She has two, she has three events. She has a golf tournament, an open house, and that is a week from Thursday. And then she, and Tomball at 994 Vintage Square, across from the post office in Tomball. Uh, and then they have an event on April 2nd, which is their concert in the country at the Texas Hideout in Hockley. So if you want more information, uh, please stay tuned to Conroe Culture News, and we will be sharing this again later. Next week, this will be a replay of the show as I have um, other obligations. So thank you for listening. I am Margie Taylor, Conroe Culture News. <laughs>